Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The government is still far from reaching its target of vaccinating at least 70% of the country's total population against COVID-19, an official of the Department of Health said on Sunday, June 13. In a radio interview, DOH Undersecretary Leopoldo Vega said that as of now, only 2% of the country's population are fully vaccinated. He added that the target before the end of the year is 50 to 70%. Vega, meanwhile, expressed optimism that the government's target is still achievable as more doses of COVID-19 vaccines are expected to arrive in the Philippines in the coming months. To achieve its target, the government needs to vaccinate at least 500,000 people per day. The average daily administered vaccine doses nationwide is at 112,612, according to the data of the National Task Force against COVID-19. As of June 8, the number of fully vaccinated individuals in the Philippines has stood at 1,681,722. Meanwhile, a total of 4,632,826 people have received their first dose. The country's population is at 109.48 million, according to the Commission on Population and Development. A group of doctors warned of a surge in coronavirus cases in the National Capital Region Plus if the region shifts to a more relaxed quarantine status. Philippine College of Physicians President Dr. Maricar Limpin said some hospitals in the NCR Plus are seeing an increase in admission of severe to critical COVID-19 cases. Limpin revealed that last week from around 50% ICU capacity, there is a gradual increase in admissions again. She added that there are some hospitals with 100% of their ICU beds already occupied. This means that there is a rise in severe to critical COVID-19 cases. Limpin also said that hospitals may reach full capacity again, especially the ICUs, when the community quarantine relaxes. The physician also noted that the country's vaccination rate is still low and the public does not yet have enough protection against COVID-19. On Sunday, the Department of Health said only 2% of 109 million Filipinos are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 so far, three months after the national government started its inoculation program. President Duterte is trying to convince television host Willie Revillame to run for senator in next year's elections. The president has offered Revillame a slot in his senatorial slot slate for the 2022 polls, saying it will stay open 
until the last minute after Revillame reportedly appeared reluctant to run for public office. The president also wished Revillame more success in his television program as he praised the host for his populist appeal. Apart from Revillame, the president recently urged Labor Secretary Silvestre Bello III to run for senator next year. Bello had said he would still study the president's proposed Senate run. In the 2019 elections, Duterte endorsed several senatorial candidates, most of whom emerged victorious. The southwest monsoon or habagat is affecting Luzon and may bring scattered rain showers and thunderstorms over Ilocos Norte, Ilocos Sur, Zambales, and Bataan in the next 24 hours, according to the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical, and Astronomical Services Administration. On the latest bulletin this morning, June 14, Pagasa warned those in these areas to stay vigilant against possible flash floods or landslides due to the occasional moderate and or two heavy rains. Metro Manila and the rest of the country may also experience isolated rain showers or thunderstorms due to the southwest monsoon and localized uh, thunderstorms. Flash floods or landslides are also likely to occur in these areas during severe thunderstorms. Moderate to rough sea conditions will likely prevail over the coasts of northern and western Luzon, while slight to moderate conditions may prevail over the seas across the rest of the country. While no gale warning is in place, Pagasa still advises seafarers and fisherfolk using small boats to remain alert during severe thunderstorms. In Metro News, 163 barangays in Pasay now COVID-free. And Manila Mega COVID-19 Field Hospital completed in just 52 days. More from these reports. The Pasay City Government has declared 163 barangays in the city as COVID-19 free and only 48 remains with active cases. According to the City Health Office, a total of 52 active cases and 5 new cases were recorded in the city on June 12. The City Government succeeded in lowering down COVID-19 active cases after Mayor Emi Calixtorobiano issued an order placing barangays under localized community lockdown with two or more cases of virus. An aggressive contact tracing was also made and the prevent detail detect, isolate, treat, and reintegrate was used a tool by the city government to prevent the spread of the virus in the city. In Pasay City General Hospital, the city's lone public hospital, the occupancy rate for COVID-19 confirmed ward is now 25%, which means it's already at a normal and safe risk rating. The Manila City Government has completed the construction of its mega COVID-19 field hospital at Rizal Park's Burnham Green in just 52 days, as announced by Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno Dumagoso on Friday. The mayor expresses gratitude to all the people behind the construction of the new hospital. The new hospital, built on a 2.8-hectare Burnham Green, will cater to mild and moderate cases of COVID-19. It was built with modular containers that will feature intercommunication between patients and medical frontliners with internet connection 
and will be air-conditioned. Around 150 frontline health workers will be deployed to the Manila Mega COVID-19 Field Hospital. And here are the top news in other parts of the country. Baguio City set to establish bicycle lanes. DILG takes over North Catabato Town as elected officials are in isolation due to COVID-19. And Mayor Sara Duterte tells Vice President Lenny Robredo to spare Davao COVID-19 cases from politicking. Let's check out the details. The city of Baguio is about to have its own bike lanes. This after a 14-kilometer bike lane pre-procurement bidding schedule is already set on June 15. Included in the project are city streets concrete pavements, curb and gutter with wider sidewalks, pavement markings, and bike warnings or regulatory signs. Along the famed Session Road, International standards on mobility shall be followed where promenades or wider pedestrian spaces, bike lanes and greenery along the sides with set furnitures will also be installed. All elected officials of a town in North Cotabato are now in isolation due to possible COVID-19 infection after having close contact with a colleague who has contracted the virus. Vice Mayor Rogelio Maranion of Magpet, North Cotabato, said he and the rest of the 12 councillors are currently in isolation. He assumed as acting town mayor on June 11 after Mayor Florenito Gonzaga was isolated due to COVID-19 infection. Maranion said the town councillor who manifested symptoms of COVID-19 joined the June 8 session of the Magpet Council. In the meantime, Ivy Cervantes, Municipal Local Government Operations Officer of the Department of Interior and Local Government, assumed as caretaker of the office of the town mayor. Davao City Mayor Sara Z. Duterte lashed out at Vice President Lenny Robredo as she urged her to avoid involving the COVID-19 surge in Davao City in her attempt at politicking. The mayor's remarks came after Robredo on Sunday told the city government to look at how Cebu City successfully controlled the surge of their cases through private partnerships and the active presence of the medical community. Mayor Sara said that the vice president should refrain from giving advice if she knows nothing about what is happening on the ground. She added that Robredo should not attack the medical community of the city as being inactive when they have been silently suffering and working tirelessly to help save lives since March of last year. In world news, G7 pledges 870 million COVID-19 vaccine doses have to be delivered by the end of 2021. Moscow announces car raffle to boost vaccination drive. And Biden has tea with the Queen. Details in these reports. Leaders of G7 countries have agreed to share at least 870 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines directly, at least half of which are to be delivered by the end of 2021, according to the World Health Organization. In a statement Sunday, WHO said the G7 countries have reaffirmed their support for COVAX, a WHO-led international campaign for equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines globally, as their primary route for providing vaccines to the poorest countries. 
While welcoming the G7's commitment, COVAX partners have also called for their continued support for exporting vaccines in significant proportions, promotion for voluntary licensing and not-for-profit global production. The G7 committed 1 billion doses since the February 2021 virtual G7 Early Leaders Summit, including pledges made at the G20 Global Health Summit and the Gavi COVAX Summit. Residents of the Russian capital who get their first coronavirus job will now take part in the lottery to win a car as announced by Moscow Mayor Sergei Subyanin on Sunday. The move comes as authorities seek to speed up Russian vaccination drive that has stagnated while new infections in Moscow and across the country are on the rise. Every week, five cars will be raffled out, each worth around 13,900 US dollars. Later on Sunday, authorities in the Moscow region announced that they will be raffling out a three-bedroom apartment among those who get their first job between June 15 and June 25. So far, 18 million people or 12% of the population has received at least one dose of vaccine, with polls showing that the majority of Russians do not plan to get immunized. United States President Joe Biden on Sunday ended the first leg of his maiden overseas trip, inspecting a military guard of honor and taking tea with Queen Elizabeth II. The 95-year-old queen wearing a pink floral dress with a matching hat is now back on frontline duties after the death of her husband, Prince Philip, in April. She had met Biden and his wife Jill at the summit of G7 leaders on Friday, hosting a reception at the Eden Project Eco-Visitor Attraction. It was also Monarch's first in-person meeting with foreign leader in more than a year after she was forced into self-isolation because of the coronavirus pandemic. Afterwards, at London's Heathrow Airport, a short drive away from Windsor, Biden told reporters on the tarmac before boarding Air Force One, they had a long talk and the Queen was very gracious. In entertainment, the Binibining Pilipinas beauty pageant is starting to excite pageant's fans once again. With its virtual national costume parade and the upcoming swimwear presentation, this edition of the Binibining Pilipinas is considered as the most anticipated in recent years. Let's watch this. This year's Binibini Pilipinas is shaping up to be one of the most anticipated in recent years. The excitement is just about to reach fever pitch as the 34 candidates parade their national costumes and swimsuits virtually. Last June 12, Independence Day, the candidates once again showed off their national costumes, this time at the official TikTok channel of Binibini Pilipinas. Fans can support their bets by liking the post that features their favorite candidates on TikTok and also at the Binibini Pilipinas official website. The candidates will also get a chance to flaunt their catwalks and swimwear at the virtual swimsuit presentation on June 18 that will be streamed live on the YouTube and Facebook accounts of Binibining Pilipinas. This edition of the Binibining Pilipinas is also set to make history as Miss Universe 2018 Catriona Gray and Miss Grand International 2016 first runner-up Nicole Cordoves will be the first all-female tandem to host the pageant's finale. The coronation night of Binibini Pilipinas 2021 will take place at the Smart Araneta Coliseum on July 11 and it will be aired on A2Z channel and will be simultaneously live-streamed on YouTube. In sports, Gila's Pilipinas basketball team has entered the bubble in Clark, Pampanga as they compete in the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers this week. Let's watch the report. 
Gilas Pilipinas became one of the first teams to arrive in Clark, Pampanga ahead of the third window of the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers which starts on Wednesday, June 16. The National Cagers entered Quest Hotel at about 4 p.m. on Sunday, June 13 after a bus ride from the Inspire Sports Academy in Calamba, Laguna where they held the training bubble for two weeks. The South Korea team, which Gilas will face twice at the Angeles University Foundation Sports and Cultural Center, was the first foreign team to check in. The Gilas contingent led by Tab Baldwin, who will coach the team for the qualifiers and the Olympic qualifying tournament, included naturalized player Ange Kwame and Kai Soto. Gilas needs just one win to clinch a place in the FIBA Asia Cup slated mid-August in Jakarta, Indonesia. The teams from China, Japan, Taiwan, Indonesia, and Thailand are also expected to enter the bubble today, June 14. And those are the news on web today, June 14, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow, or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.